let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC, February is here and heart-shaped decor is everywhere. We'll have so many good February event suggestions for y'all at our live taping this Saturday. But today, we wanted to give you a whole episode dedicated to Valentine's Day planning. Cornelia Poku is here with some suggestions for folks who love Valentine's Day, hate Valentine's Day, and everyone in between. Today's Thursday, February 1st. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. Cornelia, it is almost Valentine's Day. I have to ask, are you like a Valentine's Day person? Some people really like it. Some people really don't like it. It has People have strong feelings about it. Where do you stand? So I love the idea of Valentine's Day for others. And I always support people celebrating it however they so wish. I have never been much into it because it's very close to my birthday. So I've always just wanted to focus on my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I could definitely see how that would give you a certain, leave you feeling a certain kind of way about Valentine's Day if your birthday was so close to it. I'm kind of the same. I don't have any big reason for being a little bit meh on Valentine's Day. I I tend to enjoy doing things at home. And so I find myself like not really going out or making plans for Valentine's Day. So I really have no idea what the city has to offer in terms of things that you could do to celebrate Valentine's Day, which is why I'm glad I have you here. So let's talk about how to plan a special Valentine's Day in D.C. Let's say that you want a like one and done, one night only kind of vibe for Valentine's Day in D.C. What do you got? Yeah, so some people obviously have that whole day set aside to do whatever makes their heart happy. And the great thing is that so many restaurants have special multi-course Valentine's Day or, you know, Valentine's weekend specials. So I've looked at a bunch of menus, special Valentine's Day menus, and it looks like lobster (laughs) is very popular. Also, I think everyone associates Valentine's Day with chocolate. So I saw a lot of chocolate cakes and lava cakes on the menus. So these are some of these restaurants pulling out some really special stuff, unique items that they normally don't have to make sure that people's Valentine's Days are very special. And, you know, it is very special because those prices uh, can get up there in terms of, you know, I've seen $150, $200 per person for a Valentine's Day multi-course dinner. Are there any specific spots that are offering good one-night-only specials? Yeah, so I actually very recently dined at The Cut. So they're just sitting at the top of my mind with their their duck, which was absolutely incredible. But they're having a one night only special. So I'm really excited about that. The Dabney has a nine course tasting menu for Valentine's Day. That's 
crazy. And then I also like that Opal and Nina May, I've been to both very lovely restaurants. They're having a four course dinner priced at $100 per person. So those are some of the ones that are standing out to me. Cornelia, this all sounds great. But like you said, I mean, I'm a podcaster, which is pretty much synonymous with not really bringing in the big bucks necessarily. Let's say that you want to have a special, a special Valentine's Day outing, but you're not trying to break the bank. You're trying to be a romantic lover on a budget. What about them? Yes. If you're happening to go out for Valentine's Day with someone you don't know that well, you don't want to spend your whole paycheck on them. I've seen some really good deals. One of the better ones is that Urbano um, is a Mexican restaurant and they have two locations, uh, VA and Maryland, and their meal is only $50 with enough food for two people, which is one of the better deals I've seen. I also saw that Mason Social, which is out in Alexandria, they have an $85 meal for two, which is, you know, an app, two entrees and a dessert to share. And that's, you know, that's pretty romantic sharing desserts, you know, over candlelight. Oh, I love to share a dessert after a big meal. That's like my thing. Really? I need it for myself. I got a sweet tooth. (laughs) I need it for myself, but, (laughs) but it is romantic to share with someone that you care about. So yes, I, I understand that. Um, one thing I thought was actually a really good deal was, um, Dear Sushi, I love Makoto. And I haven't seen too many Valentine's Day to-goes, but they have one that is 30 total pieces of nigiri and maki rolls. And it's $175 for two people, which is a pretty good deal if, if you want to do something different for Valentine's Day. Appreciate you looking out for us budget conscious folks. It's time to get dressed up, DC. So Others Might Eat is having its Young Professionals Network Spring Soiree that's to help raise funds for homelessness in DC. The gala is on the evening of May 17th at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. There will be live music from DJ Heat from the Washington Wizards, photo booths, food, and even a special appearance by a former actor from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. There will also be a canned food drive, so be sure to bring a few cans to support Sum's Food Pantry. Grab tickets before they're gone at sum.org slash spring soiree. That's S-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash spring soiree. See you there. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So let's say that you have to work on February 14th or maybe you're in the doghouse because you didn't plan anything and you're like, oh, I got to get something on the agenda, even though Valentine's Day has passed. Are there things to do in D.C. that maybe are a little bit longer lasting options? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I really enjoy about Urban Roast is they're so good at their themes. So right now they have a Valentine's Day theme that's up and it's 
red and it's romantic and it's dim. And then they have, you know, lovely little cocktails on the menu. So that will be up until March 1st. So you can make it seem like you planned well, even if you didn't. <laughs> Gravitas has... Um, they're, they're going to also have a prefix menu, but unlike many other places which are only doing it on February 14th, theirs is February 14th through the 18th. So you can give yourself a little bit of wiggle room if you need to move things around. True Lux is actually also extending theirs a little bit as well as Colada Shop. They have cute little heart-shaped pastelitos that will be available from February 1st until the 14th. So you can be giving out heart-shaped pastries throughout February. And the other thing, if you want like a really romantic getaway, is the Wild Set Hotel. It's a little bit of a drive out in St. Michael's, Maryland, but they do have a special kind of like lover's package through March 15th. So in addition to your overnight stay, you'll get $100 food and beverage credit towards your stay, which is kind of like a really steep discount on your meal and your getaway. Oh, I might have to check that out. Like someone is going to really romance somebody with that Wild Set <laughs> Hotel package because that's a good deal. That's a really good deal. Yeah. And you, it, it can seem like you're, you know, romantic and you plan this great getaway and all the special foods. So, yeah, you can steal that one. It's free. <laughs> yes. Uh, work smarter, not harder, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so that's a lot of great food and beverage options. But what about if you want a little bit of flexibility? Maybe you're not trying to eat. You want to do something different. Are there any Valentine's Day activities that folks should check out? One of the things that I thought was really cool is that the Museum of Contemporary Art in Arlington is going to host like a shopping pop-up on Valentine's Day starting at 11. And then the Smithsonian's are doing something, of course. There's going to be a cute Crazy in Love trivia night at the Portrait Gallery on February 13th at 5 p.m. And their questions will be based on their collection. So, you know hope you're familiar with it. You can leave now and go brush up on some of the work in there. Cordelia, um, why did I think you were going to say it's Beyonce and Jay-Z <laughs> question themed <laughs> from the name? You know, I'm, I'm not sure why they did that because I don't even know if their portraits are in there right now, but <laughs> they were just trying to be cute, you know? <laughs> well, it worked on me. Yeah. And if you have little kiddos, um, the Hirshhorn Museum is doing a cute 10 a.m. read aloud with a book called The Color of Love by Melanie Romero. Um, and then they'll follow that up with some arts and crafts. I'm actually really glad that you included that because I loved Valentine's Day when I was a kid. My parents would get Aww. me the cards and the candy. So it's nice to remember that you're not just celebrating romantic love, but it's also just a chance to you know, celebrate the little ones too. So thank you for including that. Of course. I do think if you want your kid to like not be a gremlin, that you should teach them a little bit about Valentine's Day. <laughs> so they don't grow up to be Valentine's Day Scrooges. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what else do you have in terms of non-food and drink, you know, just going to dinner activities to celebrate this day? Sure. There's so many ideas, but some of the ones that really jumped out to me were that um, Kitchen and Cocktails, which is the Black-owned restaurant downtown, is having a Maker's Mark cocktail class on February 13th. Um, and I think that's like 60-ish dollars per person, so tickets are available. The Square Food Hall, which is downtown, is going to have a floral workshop which is so cute um and they'll be doing that on monday february 12th 
tickets are around $100, but it does include everything. So you get the vase and the flowers and, you know, the class and, and the lesson and everything. So that's also available on Eventbrite. And then there is a hot yoga class. Okay. That's one way to bond with someone um, for Valentine's Day. And (laughs) (laughs) that's not necessarily the kind of sweaty I'm looking to get on Valentine's Day, but I'll take it. Um, it's a pretty affordable class at just 10 bucks. Um, they'll have sessions on the 13th and the 14th and, um, you get a mat and a towel for your first class. So yeah, lots of different stuff. And then the other one that I thought was really cool is Art Tech House, which is always switching out their themes and their installations. They currently have a planetarian themed one that is uh, Beyond the Lights. So if your love is written in the stars, I highly recommend going there and getting one of their Valentine's Day cocktails while you're there. Okay, so let's say that you have not been very lucky in love and you're not feeling the love this Valentine's Day. Are there any places where you can go to either celebrate your friends, be with your friends on Valentine's Day, or really kind of revel in your inner Valentine's Day, Grinch, Scrooge, whatever, somebody who hates Valentine's Day? Yes. So for, you know, anyone who is heartbroken or or maybe you just want to be alone. Crane's Bar is having what they're calling an anti-Valentine event. It's called um, Hearts of Shinjuku, a party for one. And it's focused on a Japanese concept of being alone. And it's a solo culinary experience. That's like the focus of it. Um, And their reservations are available on Resi. Um, So that's really cool that they're doing that to focus on people. And then, so... There's this place called Dishonesty Bar, and it's kind of like a speakeasy inside of a speakeasy. So it's inside of Silver Lion, which is inside of of Riggs Hotel. And um, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Is there like another smaller speakeasy inside? Like, oh, it's a speakeasy within a speakeasy within a speakeasy. And in there, another secret smaller speakeasy. (laughs) Exactly. Like how ridiculous can DC speakeasies really get? (laughs) Let's push it. So on February 14th, they're having an event that is focused on friendship Um, They're going to have top shelf liquor available and bar bites. Um, And you do have to email them for reservations. Try to, I don't know how small it is because it's a speakeasy and a speakeasy and a speakeasy. (laughs) But you can email them at reservations at rigsdc.com. So that's another different way to spend your Valentine's Day. Well, Cornelia, thank you for breaking down all of this for us. And if you're somebody who doesn't like to make plans, doesn't know what to do, gets overwhelmed, hopefully this will give you some ideas. Yes, I certainly hope so. And happy Valentine's Day to everyone, no matter how you decide to celebrate. And don't forget to tell Cornelia happy birthday. Thanks. That's all for today here on CityCast GC. If you enjoyed the show, come get even more Valentine's Day and February event suggestions at our live taping on Saturday. More details in the show notes. And we'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then.